Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hello, everybody. (laughs) I'm not going to cry today, guys. It's going to be great. Okay? It's going to be awesome. I feel better. Um, yeah, thank you everybody for um reaching out to Ambrosia. Also, I got some messages as well, but you know, after our last episode, um we received some really nice messages from everyone. Um what were they saying to you, Ambrosia? They were just saying be yourself. One person said, uh, don't make content if you're not drawn if you're not um inspired by it. I was like, you right. Um <laughs> And just like people checking on me, how are you? And I'm like, obviously, mm. I'm not doing great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Thank you guys for everybody who reached out. I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. I think it was really, really nice. And I, I think it was also really cathartic to have to record that episode and just be like so transparent and have that conversation. And, you know, it's funny because like at, that day, Ambrosia and I, what we were talking about was like, should we continue with what we're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like, after that day, we both kind of just like went back to our lives and just both contemplated separately, like, okay, so like, if we don't do this, like, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean for me? Or what does that look like? Or what does that look like for us? And then the next day, we ended up talking about it. And we're both like, we don't want to stop doing the podcast and we can't like, because the thing about the podcast is, or the thing about what we do together and what we do when we talk here and we share is that we're doing the thing that we know is part of our purpose, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) And so I think it was kind of this nice moment of reflection to realize like, okay, like we could take a, we could I can't speak. We could put a pause or take a leave on the podcast. And that's always an option, but at the same, or we could just stop it all together. But at the same time, it's like, there's so much purposefulness that comes out of having these conversations together. And, um, and if this were gone, I don't know what I would replace it with. And I know for me, I know that just say, well, I'll just be a mom. Sorry. I don't mean that to say if you are quote, just a mom, anything's wrong. I'm saying canceled. I'm canceled immediately. (laughs) No, 
what I'm saying is I know for myself, I have the tendency to do this where I go, mm. oh, okay, I just won't do the thing anymore. And I'll just do the most bit, the, the, I'll just live my life. Like yeah, I'll just live my just life exist. and I Yeah. And I just won't do the thing I know I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to, you know, do whatever. And, um, and I just know that always goes so poorly for me. You know what I mean? It's like, I know myself by now. And I know that like, I have to do the thing I'm being called to do. And I think that's true for everyone to some degree. I think it's um, at different times in our lives, we are more sensitive to it than others. But I think, you know, if you have a calling in your life, you're never not going to be called to do that thing. Yeah. You know? And can I share my story? I was going to ask you to, yeah. Okay. So as you guys know, um, I do home health physical therapy. In case you don't know what that means is I go into people's houses and I help them rehab after they've been in the hospital. Um, And so I'm with a patient and we are talking about her blood pressure, which is pretty normal for me at this point. Like, I don't know what's going on with everybody, but anyway... We are literally debating on if I'm going to call an ambulance for her. So we have no, we're not talking spiritually. We're not talking about religion. We're not talking about anything. We're talking about her. And she, out of nowhere, says to me, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you this. She's very religious. And she goes, God gave you a gift for a reason and you should use it. And I just start hysterically crying in front of this woman. And I'm apologizing because I'm like, this is so unprofessional. Like, oh my, I'm mortified at this point. And I'm just like, what is happening here? And I really, like, that was the sign that I needed, right? Yeah. Should I tell them the rest of it? Yeah, because it's funny. (laughs) So then she must have like, been like, okay, this really touched her. So I'm going to continue my thought. And then continues to tell me how Trump is Jesus and she hates gay people. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, well, maybe we don't listen to everything this woman says, right? Like, so I walk out of her When you told me the story, you said, well, that was a stupid sign. No, that's what I was getting to. So I walk out of her house and I said out loud, that was a stupid sign, guys. (laughs) I want a better sign. Like, that was dumb. Her granddaughter chases me down the street and is yelling nurse, 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 because they don't, nobody knows the difference if I'm a nurse or PT. It doesn't mean anything. Right, right, anyway. Right. So she's yelling nurse, nurse, nurse. My grandmother needs you. And I'm thinking, oh fuck. Now I got to go to the hospital. Yeah. So I run back in this house and I'm like, are you okay? What happened? She's fine. She's fine. She just wanted to show me a Bible verse and the Bible verse that she wanted to show me says, nobody knows the future. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? And I said, thank you. And I walk back out and I go, that was a fucking stupid sign too. Like, what are we trying to say? Should I give up on this dream? No. Or should I keep going? What the fuck? Guys? No, I thought that was, I immediately was like, oh, they're like, oh, that was a stupid sign. I'll show you a stupid sign. I'll make you come <laughs> all the way back here and show you a stupid goddamn sign. And they did. Yeah. And they did. They were yeah. like, hey. They're By like, the way, it run, was, don't yeah, walk, it was, run. It was literally them being like, okay, well then, yeah, I guess you're not a psychic. Nobody knows the future. To which your response was, that's stupid. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, right? That's true. 
So they're yeah. using reverse psychology on you at this point. You yes. Know? So that they're was like, like yesterday. That was the day before. Yeah. And yesterday it was like, I had an intuitive hit. It would happen immediately. And then again, I had an intuitive hit and it would happen immediately. Like every, all day long, all day long. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get okay. it. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Um, fine. Fine. You win. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that your guides know, sorry, I'm just uh, trying to share this live into our Facebook group. Um, because, uh, we like to do that when we live stream on Facebook. Um, by the way, I just checked into the live stream and <laughs> the title of this episode is time is weird. And Becca Berry said in the comments, time is weird. <laughs> so, um, we're going to get into that topic. Um, so yeah, I just to, to wrap up Ambie's sign thing, I just think it's really funny because I feel like I get this image of her guides going like, we got a stubborn one here, folks. We're going to have to, you know, use some of that human reverse psychology. And uh, because I feel like Ambie has told me the story a million times where she's like, I want to sign. And she gets like the most incredible sign in the entire world, like the most vivid, clear, like, how could that be a better sign? Right? Like, like God gave you a gift and you're supposed to use it. Yeah. How could that be a better sign? And every time you're like, no, nah, I want another one. <laughs> every that's time. That's true. Yeah, that's so, true. I'm a, so, yeah. you know, um, but <laughs> Iris said, maybe they're being sarcastic. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's 100%. what I think. That checks out for me. I feel like my guides are sarcastic. I feel like my guides are like, oh yeah, bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're right. like, oh, you think you're sarcastic? I'll act sarcastic you any day. Exactly. Man, I, I would love your sarcasm. You know, when you meet people's parents and you're like, oh, that's why you're that way. That you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to meet people's guides and be like, oh, okay. That's why you're that way. <laughs> oh, Ambie has an emergency in the kitchen. She thinks her kitchen's burning down. She's running. She's running. I, I really hope it's not burning down. I hope we don't see like smoke and flames like slowly filling the um Zoom screen because screen because that would be awkward and terrible. Um anyway, I would really like to meet Ambrosia's guide so I could like get a better I, I feel like it would fill out even more of her story. You know, maybe there's a guide from like a couple lifetimes ago, you know, that it's like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense because a couple lifetimes ago you were this like, you know, like redheaded stepchild. And I was telling them, I was just saying, I think meeting your guides would really fill out the full soul picture for me of you. Like instead of family archetypes, it's soul or not soul archetypes. Uh, well, it's like maybe archetypes? you have a guide with you from like a couple lifetimes ago. Oh. What? Oh, okay. There's drama in the LBC. There is drama in the LBC. I can't <laughs> fucking. So I've told my little child to not lean back in her chair. We have bar stools. Not lean back. Oh and boy. The reason I just left and said fuck in case you heard that was because she fell backwards. So I want to make sure she's okay. So I Is she okay. She's fine. I said, were you leaning back like I told you not to? I don't know. Clearly <laughs> you were. Okay. I'm not wasn't in the room, but I feel like you were. Yeah. And then I'm sitting here and I heard boom again. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going until there's crying. 
And then I go, Man, I Brain has had a day. And I go, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. I'm like, all right. She's just like you. Oh my God. She's just like you. She is. She, is, she has to be told. She, she, she gets, she gets like a thunk on the head and she's like, nah, that was just a fluke. I'm going to try it again. <laughs> just like me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, there you go. it's wild. Yeah. Ripples in your reality. And speaking of that, this is why I named or this is why Ambrosia actually named this episode. Time is weird because today we were talking about what we wanted to talk about. And I was like, you know, I just, the only thing I'm thinking about right now is just like how basically how time is insane. And also asking myself this question because of being a mother and and being in motherhood, um, this question of like, man, how do I acknowledge how special of a moment I'm in without automatically jumping to the future when I'm not going to have this moment anymore? Right. Mm. Like, how do you recognize this preciousness that you have, you know, when you're and, and, and I think this is true for all of life, but I think especially when you become a mother, it becomes very, very like poignant and like uh, magnified for you because you realize that you have your babies who are like so precious and every moment and every footstep and every milestone and every day and every week and every month and blah, 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 on and on and on is so exciting. And also so again, precious because you realize how beautiful it is. You realize how amazing it is. And the second you realize how amazing it is, at least in my experience, you, you go, Oh my God, I'm not going to have this anymore in a week, maybe, or I'm not going to have this anymore in Five years. a couple years. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me really sad. It makes me I guess it makes me sad because I'm constantly recognizing that not only am I not going to have that moment in a couple of years, right? But I'm also robbing myself of the moment in the moment. I'm not even allowing myself to fully soak in that moment that I'm missing already. I'm already jumping to the missing of it. Yeah. But I'm not even allowing myself to fully experience it because I don't want to lose it, you know? And it's... It's a, it's, it's really weird. And the, the other thing is that I know my wiser part of me knows that in each new moment, there is that new preciousness, you know, there is that new precious gold that you get. It's not the same. It's new. Right. But if you're so busy, kind of constantly like, first of all, jumping to the future. So you're not getting the current preciousness. And then you're, um, you know, you're clinging to that moment. So you're not picking up on the future preciousness. It's like, you're never in it. You're never actually experiencing anything. You're always just kind of missing it. Um, because you're not able to fully acknowledge, I think what I'm perceiving personally is kind of the, 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 the algorithm of life, which is, you're always losing things mm-hmm. and you're always gaining things. You're always letting go of something and you're always receiving something. And it's it, all I can think of is like the tides of the ocean, right? You can't grab the tide it's of the always ocean. going out and coming in. Exactly. You can't grab the tide of the ocean. You can't grab the water and be like, I'm keeping you here. No, mm, it's impossible. Just, yeah. 
And if you try to, you'll just be so disappointed, but you're missing the awe and the awesomeness of it. You're missing the awesomeness of the entire ocean, right? So that's really what's been on my mind. Um, And I guess I'm wondering if you can relate, especially as like a mom, you know? I mean, I can relate as a mom and I can relate as like, I can relate in so many ways, but I like, I don't know why my little one keeps asking me when Halloween is. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck we're doing today. Okay. Just wiling out. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if you guys heard that. I didn't. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. But I digress. That's not the point. My little one keeps asking me when is Halloween. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what do you want to dress up as something? Like, because we don't need to wait. <laughs> but what it's doing. We don't need to wait. We could just do it now. Yeah, yeah. But what What is happening is it's making me depressed about the fall. And I'm like, sad that the summer's over and the yeah. summer hasn't started. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I don't under, because I can feel myself be like, mm, it's going to be winter. And then I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. Like, yeah. enjoy the summer. <laughs> You have missed a whole summer. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. So I get that. But I also, it's, it's like so comical what is happening. Um, It, that, sorry. No, no. Well, I was thinking that also reminds me of like one thing that I'm constantly hearing about parenthood from other parents is, uh, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. Right. And I'm glad that people tell me that because I think, it does go by faster than you realize. And I think it's really the best advice you can give any new parent is like, so don't, don't like wish it to go by faster. Cause there's some stages. I think you're like, Oh, can we just get to the next stage? But then you realize later on, no, no, I shouldn't have wished any, I shouldn't have wanted to run by any stage. Cause they're all, you only have these stages. Right. So I do think it's, it's good advice, but at the same time, Part of me gets so sad when people say that because it makes me feel like, oh, well, this is going to go by so fast. And then when you get to the next stage, you're just going to miss this stage. And I feel like then it then it makes me ask the question, okay, well, what is a good life? Is a good life a life that goes by fast, but you enjoyed the heck out of it because, you know, time flies when you're having fun, right? Mm-hmm. Or because I think of celebrities like, man, their life must pass by in a flash. I mean, if if they like if they enjoy their life, right, if they enjoy all the things they're doing and they but, you know, think of it. It's like this movie, this movie party, this. I, I don't know. I just imagine for some celebrities, their life must just flash by. Um, but they enjoyed it. You know, they went out with a bang. Um, so the question is. Is it better to have a life that flat that that you feel like, oh man, that went so fast, but I enjoyed it so much? Or is it better to like try to pace out your life? And how do you pace out your life? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But that, it's just making me ask. I just the wanted question. to pause you and be yeah. like, how does one do that? Because I feel like that's the theoretical question that we've been asking ourselves since the beginning of time is yeah. to be present. But like, I want to say as far as like, oh, this goes by so fast. Enjoy this moment. Right. I think it's partially because people are saying the next one's harder. Right. Or like that's the insinuation. 
or and you're going to miss, you're going to wish that your kid couldn't crawl. You're going to wish your kid couldn't talk. You're going to wish blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I think the reality is that in each stage of your life, whether it's parenthood or work or relationship or traveling or whatever, it's hard to be present and it's hard to just live in the moment. But <clears throat> I feel like when you live in the moment, that's when you take those snapshots. That's when you take those memories. That's when you you're really there. And that's when you have those memories of like, this is a good time. Like, I can't tell you how many pictures I have that I'm like, that was a shitty day. And I don't know why I took a picture that day. Cause my memory with that is not fun. And then there's other times where, whether it's a picture or just a memory that I'm like, that was so special to me, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It's weird. Like, I feel like the greatest like question these days for a parent is should I be capturing this or because you know when we were younger it's and I think we've talked about this on here already but we can talk about it again is like when I was a kid it was like you had to get a roll of film you know what I mean you had to get a disposable camera yeah yeah it cost money and um you hope you took a good picture you don't even yeah, know if you did yeah yeah I was thinking <laughs> about that I was like man it's really weird that like we I don't think that I saw very often that like yeah maybe that's not true maybe they would take like a couple of the same type of picture just in case you know mm-hmm. but it it, it was just kind of like you got what you got like the and that was the fun of it oh how did this mm-hmm. picture turn out how did this picture turn out and Anyway, you have a set amount of pictures from your childhood, but you don't have every moment. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. my kid is basically going to have almost every moment on camera. Like he will be able to go back to every single day if he wants to in my camera. Because you won't want it. Like that's, and that's the fucked up part here. I know. Here's what people don't tell you about children. And I'm learning this. And I had a mother today, one of my patients who's 80, that was like, you don't know shit. And she's right. I don't know shit. Because I am half her age and I have not lived the years that she has lived. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. But she said it in a much nicer way. She's a very sweet lady. But with that being said, I don't think anybody prepared me for adult children. Nobody mentally prepares you for the fuckery that comes with that. This because is what I'm talking about. No, <sighs> here's the thing. Toddlers, toddlers. Yeah. You get so frustrated with them that you're like, please talk, please walk, please do these things. So that way I can understand what you want and mean, right? Teenagers, Mm -hmm. you're assholes. If you're listening, you're an asshole and you're a teenager. I love you, but you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. Please move out of the house, right? It prepares (laughs) you for the next stage of life, right? Because you're so annoyed with this person that you're like, I just want this stage to be done, right? I think that's the natural progression here. Yeah. But adult children- you're dicks because you think you know everything. You think that you know the world and you don't know shit because you have not lived the years that I have lived. And my (sighs) 19-year-old, he turns 19, thinks that because he has broken his arm, he knows what pain is. Wait, how did he break his arm? He fell when he was four. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Not recently. Oh, okay. (laughs) We were talking about cave diving yeah and we were talking about exploring utah which is something i've never done he has never done and mo has never done we were all talking about this and he goes well i know a little bit about i know a little and mansplaining to us yeah what action sports are pain 
And Mo and I could have killed him today. <laughs> Wait, let me get this straight. So there's babies, toddlers, assholes, and dicks. <laughs> This First you're a baby, then you're a toddler, yeah. then you're an asshole, and yeah. then you're just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, you just proved exactly what everyone you said. hundred percent. You just no, said, you think you want them to talk, you think you want them to do all that, you don't want them to do any of it. <laughs> no, and my thing is, I remember, I remember being his age, and my mom telling me that I was a dick and being like, you don't know anything, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're an idiot. God bless it. I'm so sorry for listening. I'm really so sorry. And having her so sad when I moved away, she did not speak to me for a year, a year when I moved away because she was so upset with me. And so I know that if he leaves home, I will be devastated. I will be so sad. And I've told him several times, I do not want you to leave this house. Yep. But also you don't know shit and I need you to stop lecturing me. Can I read you something? I posted this on my story the other day. It's like exactly, oh my God, I'm going to be so sad if I didn't like say this. What the heck? No, I had to screenshot it. I had to screenshot it. Basically it was this post about how motherhood can be all the things. Motherhood can be, yo, I really didn't save that. That's not okay. That's not okay. I thought I saved that. That's not okay. That's not Let's okay. do the news articles though, because I do have to. Oh shit. Okay. Well, Can anyway. You look up this... news articles? Yes, I, I have the news oh, articles. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Anyway, the whole thing was about how motherhood can be this and that. It can be what you're saying, Ambie, and it can also be a final post. And I think, group. and I think it's life that can be yes, a dichotomy. Yes. Of, yes. Yes. I hate this, but I love it at the same time. Exactly. And I don't hate motherhood. I don't hate motherhood because if I did, I would have just left. Honestly, <laughs> I love my kids. Well, truly, I love my kids. I they are my reason to live. But yeah. I can also recognize that sometimes they're dicks and I need to step up my mom game. Hell yeah. What's up? OK, I'll be right there. OK, we're going into the intuitive news. So this is the section where um I read Ambrosia some news headlines and she intuitively feels into them. Um, So here we go and tells us like what, what was the deal or what is the potential for the future? So Prince. Okay. So first up Prince Harry and Megan, Megan, what's your last name? Markle were involved in a New York car chase that had a lot of people. I saw a car accident when you said their name. Okay, go ahead that had a lot of people reflecting on princess Diana, you know, how Harry's mother died. Um, Did that say that in the news article just now? Yeah. That's what the whole thing is about. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex were in New York to attend Miss Foundation's Women of Vision Awards, where Megan was being honored for her global advocacy to empower women and girls. Um, Okay. The couple posed on the red carpet before heading inside. It was only after the event situation escalated. 
the couple's spokesperson described, quote, a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi trailing them for more than two hours, which sparked global rolling coverage. The spokesperson claimed that there were several close calls with other drivers, pedestrians, and police officers. Later, police confirmed the outlines of the account, but offered less colorful language, describing the situation merely as, quote, challenging. Questions continue to swirl Thursday over exactly what happened and for precisely how long in a city notorious for its traffic congestion. CNN has not independently verified every detail of the couple's account, but in the light of a new day, a clearer picture is emerging. Um, Chris Sanchez, who was a part of the Royal Security Detail, told us they were immediately followed from the event by a dozen vehicles. He said he, quote, never seen or experienced anything like this and that the public were in jeopardy at several points. He also explained that the couple had switched cars more than once during the incident. Um, So basically... But then cab driver Sukharn Singh told CNN that he didn't feel under threat by the encounter with photographers, but that Harry and Meghan looked nervous and scared. Um, so basically the whole thing of this is that like Harry and Meghan are saying that um, and and the people close to them are saying like they could have died just like like Diana, that this was like just as serious, that this was terrifying to them. Okay. 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 And then there's other people who are saying like, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like other people involved, like the cab driver who was some, who was a car that they switched to um, kind of insinuating like this could be, there's another narrative going that says like, was this just kind of a publicity stunt? Was it to make a statement? Was, is this just being dramatized? I have no um, like stake in this. I'm just telling you both sides. So What's the deal? What are you feeling about it? I love that you emphasize that you have no stake in this. Like, I, I just want to say I'm not. I'm not. I just think it's trying fun. to say anything. Um, I think that if they feel like their lives were in jeopardy, then that's their. That's that's their. Like, so I don't they, think so they genuinely it. feel their life is in jeopardy. Yeah, I mean, okay. I think that if that's their feeling, that's their feeling. I don't think they're making it up or it's a publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought too. Um, do you think their life is in jeopardy? Like, do you think that similarly to how Diana's life was in I jeopardy? Think Megan's and- life is more in jeopardy than his. Okay. But like, do you think it's possible that like, cause that's what I started thinking about. I was like, okay, well, we've talked about the princess Diana thing many times on our podcast and on our Patreon and come to the conclusion that, that was likely no accident, right? Right. So like, is it possible that that is a- It that- would be a bold move for someone to take them out the same way they took out Princess Diana. Okay. Impossible? No. Bold move? Unlikely? Does, yes. Do you think that Megan thinks about it? Like, yes. do you think that- Yeah, she does. I think she does. Okay. Yeah. And do you think she thought about it before she married him? No, she just did not think about this. Like, I don't think she understood or thought about the seriousness of it. Okay. She was just like, yay, I'll be a princess. I think she was just like, yay, I love him. Okay. Sorry. That was rude of me. So rude. Um, okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, moving on. 
Sorry, this is going to be an upsetting one. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs four bills restricting LGBTQ rights. Go ahead. I hate him too. I hope he dies. I'm sorry. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, this is all aimed at transgender, uh, hair, all the things you would expect. It's just really freaking upsetting. I also, in tandem with this story, heard that he is getting ready to run for president. Um, what do you see there? God, I hate this human being with all of my heart. Yeah. Um, I hope he's not going to be president. I really hope he's not going to be president. Well, do you honestly see him as president? I I heard a no, but, uh, it changes so much. I have no idea. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, we gotta make sure that's enough. Yeah, we really... I don't know what we got to do, but we got to do something. Well, and then uh, as far as like, do I think Florida is going to get worse? I think Florida is going to get worse. Yeah. You know, it's going to spread to other states too. Yeah. I think stuff's going on in, I mean, it's like the likely states. Oh, I was going to say Texas, but yeah. Um, Last story. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Last story. Okay. We did this last week, but I want to follow up on it because the story develops. So Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy, this new guy she's dating. Okay. Someone asked me about this in a reading, in a private reading. And I was like, I love everything happening right now. Oh my God. I love that people are booking you to just ask you what's going on. (laughs) Hey, hey, new idea. If you want to just book Ambrosia and ask her what's going on in entertainment news about things you want to know about. People do. And I love it. Hell yeah. Love it. Let's do Um, it. Okay. Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy. So basically there's this huge backlash happening right now. Last episode we said that, or you felt into it and said that basically this is- They're secretly dating. They're secretly dating. This is a rebound. Right. Right. Okay. But the question is, he is like all of this- Kind of an ass. And racist and terrible things are coming out that he's said and- like really, really offensive things. Taylor Swift has, it seemingly doesn't care. She just keeps like parading him around. Her fans are starting, some of her fans, like some really loyal fans are starting to distance themselves from her because this is just like a bridge too far. And a bridge too far. And I'm curious, like, what is her perspective on the fans being like, I'm not supporting you anymore. Like fans have sold tickets. Like fans have like said, like, I'm done. So like, what is her perspective on the whole thing? Does she just not care? Is she like, they'll get over it? Is she like, I just want to fuck? Like, what? what is her perspective? Uh, <clears throat> interesting question. So I think this is a situation where she cares about her reputation. But I feel like um, she does care about her reputation. She does care about her fans. Mm-hmm. she's but, like a carefully she's a very strategic person with her image but not with love not with love yeah and she has her. no self-worth god bless her no self-worth and really very, i'm look at who she dates oh yeah yeah it's true 100 percent true so, anyway mm-hmm. sorry i got too excited about that i apologize mm-hmm. okay. um i'm not attacking you just okay. taylor swift just kidding yeah. swifties don't come after me love i love okay. her love queen <laughs> queen t um anywho um my so she point just is that i think that this is like a relationship that 
almost feels like a narcissistic relationship. It almost feels like she's like, like this repeating cycle of like, I can't get out of this. Like it's, it's her Achilles heel. She's just like, yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and one more question though, about that. Um, is she, um, um, why doesn't she ever, she fans are also really upset because she used this whole album a couple albums ago to, she, she basically rode the backs of like the LGBTQ community to promote this album and said she was like an ally and like said that album was like for them basically, but she Mm -hmm. has never once stood up and said like anything for the LGBTQ community. She has never actually like taken a stand or spoken out when any of these terrible things have been happening. And now she, now she's dating this guy who is like, well, here's the thing. Okay. So this is what I say when I say she cares very much about her reputation. There are a lot of her fans that are very religious. Yeah. And she knows this. Yeah. She's aware of this. Mm -hmm. So if she stays quiet Mm -hmm. to these things she's not for it or against it she's just quiet yeah and she wants to let the music speak for itself well it's you got to do more than that now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you think she will no never uh i think her back's gonna get pushed against the wall and she's gonna have to this year but i don't think she's gonna do it until she has to okay interesting that'll be interesting to watch play out okay i like that but I don't think that her and this guy are going to go like, oh, we're officially together. Yeah. All of these things. I I think it's always going to be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. As it has been with every single person she's dated, pretty much. Um, I didn't know that. Wasn't she engaged or no? Yeah. But like, even then, they never made a public appearance together like one time. Like they like they, they, they would you would see them like holding hands coming out of somewhere, but like rarely. And they never walked a carpet together or anything like that. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, okay. I like very cool. Cool. Book book your entertainment news readings now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're Ambrosia Matthews.com. That, that right, was great. Everybody. Thank that was you. Fun. We love you. Until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.